present and future of the Disneyland Resort. Welcome to Project 55. Welcome to Project 55, your gateway to the past, present, and future of the Disneyland Resort. I'm Chuck, and of course, I'm joined by Amy. Hello, hello. Good to be here. How we doing? Doing good. We've officially reached the end of the year. (laughs) We're just days away from the end of 2023. And I think we've said this a few times now, but this year has flown by. (laughs) Like, I have no idea how we got here. I Yeah, I, I really don't. I, I feel like I've had my blinders on and yeah, autopilot and here we are. In light of that, we're, we're going to kind of recap the year that was 2023, uh, even though it was a seemingly a blur for the two of us. Uh, we did have some Disneyland adventures and I thought uh, this show would be appropriate to just kind of recap some of our favorite things that we experienced and, and eight, of course. <laughs> the Disneyland Resort uh, in 2023. <laughs> Food is what we did. apparently talk about the most. Yeah, that, that's our first love. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Without further ado, let's just get right into it. So, Amy, let's open it up with uh, Eats and Treats. What were some of your favorite food items you had 2023 at the Disneyland Resort? It was part of the Disney 100 like special menu like options. It was this lemon tart thing that Mm, Jolly Holiday had. Yeah, yeah. It was really, really good. They also had the s'more macaron that was ridiculous. Right. And those are like two things that stuck out in my mind. There, There was a lemon tart that Jolly Holiday used to have that they don't have anymore. And I feel like every tart that I've had since... I compare to that one because it, <laughs> it was my favorite. Right. This one from the Disney 100 menu options, it, it came really, really close. I really enjoyed it. And then I'm not a huge fan of the macarons, but that's more one for some reason. Who Spoke to you. It was on a different level. That was probably on the sweeter side of things. Those were the first couple things that come to mind. I also got to try, and I'm really glad I did. It was on a recommendation from a friend, um, that cosmic cream orb from Terran Treats. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had never tried that until this, this summer and I enjoyed it. It was, it was weird. (laughs) It was, it was very different from anything really that I've ever had in the parks before. And I liked it. It was good. So as far as like the sweeter side, those are probably, oh, how can, how can I forget? Core memory unlocked. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's so many things. The Rice Krispie Treats more. Oh, okay. Mm. That was a very pleasant surprise. I wasn't, I'm, I'm again, like I'm really picky about Rice Krispie Treats <laughs> <laughs> and they used to sell these like pre-made Rice Krispie treats that were in the shape of Mickey, like Mickey shaped Rice Krispie treats. Right, right. That were like frosted or whatever. 
and had sprinkles on them and stuff. And like those were, no, not my favorite at all. Eons ago, many, many, many moons ago, (laughs) um, (laughs) they used to have a Rice Krispie treat. And this was like the ultimate. Again, I I try a treat and it's like the best I've had. And then everything gets the measuring stick. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so back in the day, they used to have, it was a Rice Krispie treat in the shape of Winnie the Pooh's honey pot. I loved those. <laughs> yes. You know what talking about? Yes. That was like the best Rice Krispie treat ever. And I don't know if it was because it was like, they they dunked it in, was it like, it was like a peanut buttery flavored. Yes, you had peanut butter and chocolate. chocolate. And, right. Oh, yes. so oh good. Gosh. The best Rice Krispie treat. Oh, yeah. Yes. And like the Rice Krispie part, like that part was perfect. Like it wasn't too dry. It wasn't too hard and crunchy. Like it was the perfect amount of it, it, yes. marshmallow cream. And then whatever they put on the outside, it just was like, ugh, it was so good. I'm not someone who likes Rice Krispie treats per se, uh-huh. but that one was next level. I, I mean, yeah. yeah. No, oh. it's in a league of its own. It, yeah, and it really so was. I was heartbroken when I could no longer find that Rice Krispie treat. But that's the that's been the bar, you know. That's a high bar. That's a very high bar. Yeah. Yeah. So there was that one random night, and I want to say it was one of the times that I met you at the park, and I was heading out and happened to stop in to Plaza Inn. I don't know why, but I happened to stop in (laughs) to Plaza Inn, and I saw this s'more Rice Krispie treat, and on a whim, decided to to get one and take it home. Yeah, it was it's magic. It was working for me. Good, so huh? I would say as far as like the treat side of things, that was the most memorable bunch of things that I had for this year. Let me ask you though, does s'mores top the honey pot or because if if you say yes, then I I'm gonna definitely have to try the s'mores crispy tre- rice crispy treat. Okay, so I feel like in order for me to make that judgment call... You have to try it again. <laughs> I need to try it again, but I need to try it again. I, I got my dad one. Okay. And he he put it in the microwave for just a few seconds to warm up, to get the marshmallows nice and a little gooey. All right, okay. And he said that it was really, really good that way. So mm-hmm. I feel like I might need to try that. And I think if I like... That it might knock the honey pot rice krispie treat wow. down a notch. Okay. Because this one, there's something about the Mickey shaped chocolate chips that's really good. Well, we, we know the power of the Mickey shaped food. Yeah. Yeah. Mickey shaped food tastes better. It's mm, true. Yeah. And so I think, I don't know. I don't know. It's, mm, it's really close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, in the name of science, you'll have to try it. The s'mores one in the microwave and then <laughs> report back. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see which one is better between the honey pot and the new s'mores Rice Krispie Treat. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> that's a science experiment I'm willing to do. Honestly, I like all those things you mentioned. I think for me, the sweets that jumped to mind, probably my number one favorite thing I tried this year, sweet or savory, to be honest, was the pecan pie sundae at Golden Horseshoe. Mm. That was just delicious. The flavors were perfect. And I could not get enough of that Sunday. It was so good. 
<laughs> so that, I'm still thinking about it right now, to be honest. So I, I would love to get one. <laughs> and unfortunately, they took it away, but it was just seasonal. Uh, but that was so good. I also really enjoyed the two new Dole Whips we got this year, the Strawberry Float Dole oh, Whip and the uh-huh. Blood Orange Agua Fresca Dole Whip. <gasps> I totally forgot about the Dole Whips. Yeah, they yes, were amazing. Yes. The Blood Orange, if I'm being honest, was probably, I, I'd rank a little higher than the Strawberry Float, but they were both they were both good. Same. Yeah, same. Yeah, I, I liked both of those. So it was a nice year for Dole Whip. That's for sure. We had some good mm-hmm. ones. And the the final dessert or sweet that's jumping to my mind is the Haunted Mansion candle dessert that uh, Cafe Orleans had. That was really good. Mm-hmm. The white chocolate with the pecan cookie and everything, it, it just tasted wonderful. The presentation was fun. You know, it, it was one of those things like you felt like it was your birthday when they brought it because the <laughs> candle was lit and, you know, you got to blow it out. So it, it was fun. Like, hey, you know. It's my Marianne birthday, I guess, right? But it it was a fun it was a fun experience, and the dessert uh, tasted great. So, yeah, here's hoping that Cafe Orleans that's one that they continually bring back uh, during the season. That would be great. How about a couple savory options? Anything stand out to you throughout the last year? Well, the first thing that comes to mind for me is I would say probably the top of. I mean, it's the only thing that's coming to mind right now <laughs> as far as a, as a savory snack. And it was that garlic cheesy pretzel bread that you could get at Maurice's Treats or Edelweiss Snacks. Yeah, that thing was, whew, I mean, I could I could turn that into a, a meal almost. <laughs> well, what the, the Amy special you added to that, yeah. The Amy special, that's right. And, you know, I ended up seeing, so my initial quote unquote, Amy special was taking the garlic cheesy pretzel bread and I would buy like a cheeseburger from someplace and then cut up the hamburger and stuff it into the garlic (laughs) cheesy pretzel bread. Right. And it was amazeballs. And then I started seeing after that people were taking skewers from Bengal barbecue and putting the meat uh, from the, the meat skewers inside, which... Uh, I think my sister tried that and said it was pretty good as well. I was going to say that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a winning combination. Your hamburger cheeseburger and the cheesy bread looked pretty good as well. I felt like it gave it a nice balance. (laughs) So it's not just carbs. I'm, you know consuming but um (laughs) it was it was quite delicious it was very filling that garlic cheesy bread is oh it's just so flavorful and oh it's probably horrible for you but goodness gracious it tasted delicious hey you know calories don't count at disney so yeah i have to worry about that yeah i feel like that was the like the standout savory snack for me i'm trying to think if there's i mean there's always the i mean i consider it a snack the corn dogs and the the cheese on a stick from mm, okay the corn dog castle yeah yeah it's a, it's always a favorite for sure yeah always love me a good hot link from the corn dog castle oh yeah yeah now did you ever try the one that was out of downtown disney that had the pickle i did not i did okay. not okay. and i i do love pickles but i, I wasn't sure that i loved 
pickles and corn dogs together <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> Although I did hear from a couple people who tried it and they actually really dug it. So I don't know. I think it's one of those things <laughs> okay. that if it's in your flavor profile and then it had the peanut butter dipping sauce, which again, I it's didn't know how random. I felt about yeah. that. Yeah. But apparently it works. Interesting. Now, did you have any savory snacks that stood out to you this year? I did really, really enjoy the return of the burnt ends grilled cheese at Riverbell. I was so happy when that came back because it's so good. <laughs> and honestly, it didn't disappoint when I, you know, it was just as good as I remembered it. You know how often when they bring things back, it's slightly different or maybe, you know, it's not as great as you remember it. This, no, just as good. In fact, it was so good. I, I ended up having it twice during my trip when I was there. It, it was <laughs> it was delicious. I also really liked Riverbell's new deviled meatballs and grits. It was a, a fun, like plant-based kind of meatball or impossible meatball with this mustard barbecue sauce. It actually was really good. I really enjoyed it. So Riverbell, definitely two thumbs up for, you know, their new menu items, the breakfast, you know, their signature pancakes. I had those as well. Not really a savory item, but you know, <laughs> for breakfast item, uh, really good. But yeah, Riverbell honestly is with their new menu additions. Like it's, it's become one of my favorites now, actually. I, I think their new menu is pretty good. And the burnt in grilled cheese, that alone, I, I feel it's just, it's worth the price of admission. It's so good. I feel like I need to branch out more. I always, well, I don't really eat at like the places that require reservations because we're kind of more fly by the seat of our pants guests in the park when it comes to meals. We don't get reservations <laughs> in enough time yeah. to be able to eat at those places. So I feel like it's either like we, we ate at Red Rose Tavern a lot this year and that was because of potato bites. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we are a tot loving bunch. Let me tell you. Yep. Well, it's the only place in Disneyland you can get them now. <laughs> Oh, and they're so good. Yeah. We literally would get like, you know, the meal that comes with them and then we would order an extra side of them as well. So we had to That's the way to do it. Yeah. That absolutely. That's the way to do it, friends. Usually like we would go with the intention of eating at Jolly Holiday, but mobile ordering was backed up and the line was really long, so we would end up ordering at Refreshment Corner. Cause as I was scrolling through all my pictures from this year, I have so many pictures of the macaroni and cheese bread bowl <laughs> between the macaroni and cheese bread bowl and the bacon mac and cheese hot dog i have a lot of pictures of that <laughs> from this last year so you know solid go-to when you just need something to eat and you don't want to wait too long <laughs> that apparently was the go-to for for me this year but i was trying to think back on other things that i tried oh i just thought of something it was another a treat type thing. It was that dark chocolate, the special Mickey celebration cake. Oh, yes. Yeah, they had for your birthday, right? Yeah, that cake was so good. And I am like, I'm not a big resort cake fan. Like, I feel like their cakes always look really cool, but I never actually care for them very much. And this cake was actually so, so good. It was, yeah, it was worth, it was worth, I was worried because I was like, oh, I just spent a lot of money on this cake. <laughs> it better be good. 
And and it really was delicious. Like I loved it. So that's another one that definitely has to go on the list for this year. Nice. I'll uh, I'll also call out Smoke Trippers Grill. I think that's become one of my favorite places in DCA mm. for the desserts. I, I did really love during the Halloween time, they had the cherry shake there, which was really good. The black cherry uh-huh. shake. Really loved that. They also have just their everyday grilled chicken salad is really good. It's really refreshing. Mm. It has black beans and corn and everything in it. And honestly, yeah, I, I really liked it. And, and the portion size was really nice. I feel like it was a good, suitable meal. And I left plenty of room for my shake. So <laughs> that was good. <laughs> the important part. <laughs> the important part. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, uh, smoke droppers, man, they're, they they jumped up, <laughs> pun intended, I guess, uh, in, my, uh, in my esteem. It's, it's one of my go-tos now, I think, in DCA. It was good stuff. So, And uh, I didn't get a chance to try it this year, but uh, that crispy churro shake, whatever they have there, looks amazing. And I've heard great things. So yeah, it seems like they're stepping their game up, and I like to see it. All right, well, that's sort of our year of food. <laughs> there was a lot. And of course, you know, all the classics, you know, were enjoyed. Plaza Inn, the fried chicken was had uh, multiple times this year and pot roast. And uh, mm-hmm. of course, I, I detailed, you know, I, I was able to go to Blue Bayou a few times. Their pasta dishes there always, uh, always hit the spot. So But let's uh, move on to our favorite experiences at the Disneyland Resort from this past year. You know, it could be anything, whether it's we're talking entertainment, attractions, whatever. Something uh, that you experienced for the first time in 2023 that really stood out to you. I would say if we're going to round out my top three. We'll keep it simple. Okay. Top three. All right. I like it. You know how you know you know how hard it is for me to narrow things down like this. So um, I, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> I will say my top three are probably Wondrous Journeys. I wasn't expecting to fall in love with that fireworks show as much as I did, but I loved Wondrous Journeys. I would say Rogers the Musical. It was mm. incredible to have something back in the Hyperion, yeah. especially something of that caliber, that style of show was, I just loved it. I loved everything about it. And I was so sad that <laughs> that it left. And I would say music loving Amy I was super excited to see the new stage at Downtown Disney for the musical guests. It's a really nice little area that they put in down there um i mean it makes me excited for what's to come for the rest of the you know the new additions to downtown disney but as far as having a new place for the different music groups and music performers that you know come to downtown disney loved seeing that stage this year so those are probably my top three i really like those new downtown disney editions it it looks uh, so much better i I really like yeah All right. Yeah, those are definitely good. Uh, Those are good picks. And if I was to round out my top three, I, yeah, I'd probably share your number one with Wondrous Journeys. That was a great fireworks show. It was just perfect fireworks show to celebrate 100 years of Disney. I mean, the way they were able to cleverly throw in every single animated film Disney's ever done. There was a lot to take in visually, and, and it's one of those fireworks, <laughs> yeah. too, I, I appreciate because 
you can get a little bit different experience depending on where you watch it. You know, whether you're on Main Street or in front of Small World or Rivers of America, it's a little bit different. So I, I, I appreciated that for sure. And then, you know, seeing the flyovers, that's always fun. And I love how they incorporated a new character or modern-ish character and then a classic character. So that, that was certainly fun. But yeah, and then the song, of course, everything about that show was just tops. I, re- I really enjoyed it a lot. And then Like You Too, Rogers the Musical would be right up there. I'm so glad that I, you know, made a special trip to see it before it left because it was so worth it. <laughs> it's such a, it was such a great show. I really hope some way shape or form you know that that show returns down the road whether it's at disneyland resort or broadway or something it was just too good to to leave on the shelf i I think uh, it deserves something so here's hoping that something comes of it because it was really good it was really good i i'm excited to see what comes next for the hyperion but rogers is going to be a high it's a high bar (laughs) yeah it's a tough act to follow yeah i agree And I think rounding out my top three, I would say the reimagining of Toontown, the new Toontown, along with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I actually really love the stuff that they did back there. It just feels like way more open now. And I love like the centennial fountain, uh, especially at night. Like I think the place looks wonderful at night. And there's just a reason now to go back into Toontown, I feel. Because for the longest time, you know, unless you had children with you, like there was not really much of a reason to go back there, you know? Now I feel like there's a reason. They have some fun food options back there. Uh, They even have that area that's specifically designed for people with sensory issues, which I actually really liked there. If you you ever, you know, tip here, if you ever need like a break from like the craziness of Disney, just go back into Toontown in that sensory area. It's quite relaxing, very relaxing. (laughs) Where's that? It's back where like the Chippendale treehouse used to be, like kind of back in that corner. Okay. Yeah, there's like a little kind of cave-like thing there. And then, you know, like the, the AstroTurf it kind of dampens the sound. So it's, it's relatively quiet and everything. So it's kind of, you feel like you're kind of stepping away from the crowds a little bit. So I like that they added that. I I think that's, that's great. So, but yeah, everything about Toontown, I I think it turned out really well, you know? So that, that was definitely a favorite for me. And then Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway, that's an attraction I feel that grows on me each time I experience it. Cause I, I kind of see something a little different each time I write it, uh, which I can appreciate. <laughs> and, and I love the queue. I think it's, you know, it kind of, uh, their queue it's reminiscent of sort of those old classic. Well, I say old, I guess for, for us, like the, 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 <laughs> extended cues that we grew up with with like the indiana jones adventure and you know the who framed roger rabbit cartoon spin and everything like these really like immersive cues and and i think mickey minnie's runaway railway continues that tradition there's a lot of easter eggs in there and i love that they incorporated like all of the different eras of mickey cartoons so no matter which era you grew up in there's something for you in there that you'll relate to that was really clever the way they did that really cool so yeah i think that would round out my my three as far as the new things i experienced this year at disneyland the disneyland resort 
All right. Well, how about favorite overall memories and experiences from this last year? Does anything stand out for you in the Disneyland Resort? For me, it was just having such a a big group of friends and people who I could go to the park with again. Like it was kind of nice to have that big mix. And, and it's always kind of fun when like friends from different places mesh well, mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. Right. So I had like my sister and, and some, some friends that I've known for a, a really long time that we all had magic keys together. And then I had a group of friends from church who all had passes and, and we all kind of ended up mixing up together. And like now actually like my sister and my friends go to Disneyland with them when I'm at work. So it's kind of funny. <laughs> That's great. Disneyland brings people together. It does. It does. Um, so I would say, you know, random memories with them come to mind. And I have to say probably there were a lot of just fun birthday memories with different people's birthdays. I mean, you know, my birthday, I would say getting to experience the Magic Key Terrace for the first time. Um, that was a pretty cool experience. We had a really good time that day. Mm, nice. My cousin came down with his wife and daughter um, in September and we had a really fun time with them and just uh, everybody's birthday got to, you know, see you for your birthday at Disneyland. And that's right. Yeah. I don't know. There's something, there's something about birthdays at Disneyland that are just make it a little bit more magical. And there were, there were a lot of those this last year. So grateful for the birthdays and grateful for the Disneyland memories as well. There's just something special about a birthday in Disneyland, whether it's your birthday or you're celebrating with somebody. I, I agree. It's just a, just that extra magic on an already magical day. So it's good times. Yeah. I think for me, you know, we kind of touched on this already. A moment that certainly stands out to me is getting to experience Rogers the Musical with you. That was that was a lot of fun. Just the energy of that show and then everybody in that show. And I loved how everyone was wearing like their Captain America gear or jerseys or shirts or whatever ears it was just fun when you get to immerse in a fandom like that the energy is just palpable you know you can't help but have it rub off on you and it's just a it's just electric and it's exciting so that that was definitely fun and i i think the other memories that like uh, one one memory I, i think i'll cherish the most this this last year is when I went with my my parents, you know, my dad, there was really only two attractions that he wanted to do, and that was soaring around the world uh, and the Haunted Mansion holiday. He's been having some health issues this year, so we were able to get the DAS Pass, and so he was able to experience, you know, both of those attractions Whereas, you know, without that pass, he probably wouldn't have. So just being able to experience those and just seeing when he was on Soren, you know, I was just looking at him most of the time and he had the biggest smile on his face, like the entire time. Like he, he was just enjoying the whole experience immensely. And then same thing with Haunted Mansion Holiday, just from start to finish, you know, the the moment we stepped foot in the mansion and the stretching room, like you could just tell like it brought out the kid in him. And that's something that I think I'll, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just forever cherish that. And, and I think, you know, as much as I loved the Haunted Mansion and the Haunted Mansion Holiday before, I think it's 
the Haunted Mansion holiday now is just that much more special because I'll always, it'll always remind me of that experience with him and just seeing him light up throughout the entire attraction. And, you know, when we got off, like that's all he was talking about is just how cool it was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was just pointing out all of his favorite scenes and the music and everything. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was just something that, uh, it was one of those priceless Disney memories that you just you'll just carry i'll just carry with me forever you know so again i've talked about this before in the show where how disneyland is just kind of like my living sort of memory book if you will and that trip this year a new core memory was achieved there so that's something that uh i will certainly hold near and dear there's just so many experiences like that's why i love disneyland resort in general whether you're there with someone who's you know old or young you know it just brings out the kid us all and, and that's what's so great about it agreed very well put <laughs> all right well that kind of wraps up disneyland but before we go i thought it'd be fun maybe to reminisce a little bit about the podcast itself you know we've been around for 24 weeks now so uh amy in this last year project 55 are there any moments that stand out to you <laughs> <laughs> at least the, the moments that actually made the cut and people heard because there, there's a lot of things that didn't I make mean, it yeah well there there's <laughs> there's two memories that come to mind one was it was when we were we were recording in front of the main street station or at, we were at the main street station for the Disneyland Railroad, and we happened to be sitting underneath the trees mm. on the benches there, and I got pooped on. <laughs> we, we forgot about uh, Crow O'Clock, yeah, when all the uh, yeah, crows and ravens came out. Crows, yeah, crows, yeah. yeah that, was, that was definitely memorable. And then <laughs> I would say every time that we recorded at Hungry Bear, and the I don't know, you know, you just forget, you forget how <laughs> how frequently the train goes by, how loud the train is. Yes. Yeah. And and just the 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 inopportune times that it would come by, like <laughs> the amount of things that made us just like break out into laughter as we were sitting there trying trying to record an episode. That was those were good times. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll never forget the uh, the Main Street train station with the uh, <laughs> the the timing of that bird dropping was just nothing short of sublime. Really, it was impeccable. Yeah, yeah, it, it really was. I I think uh, you know, like you, I I really enjoyed our recordings at the Hungry Bear uh, mainly because you just you just didn't know what to expect. Like we, we didn't really know like between the train or cast members coming by to dump the trash or whatever. Right. Oh, yeah. Like there's always or other guests, other guests, you know, uh, there was never a dull moment. So it, it was a fun, <laughs> it was certainly a fun environment to, uh, record a show and <laughs> <laughs> me, me buying certain drinks and thinking that somehow it would change the way that it tasted, you know, 20 minutes later. Oh yeah. You know, oh like yeah. That. Things like the, that. the great pumpkin chai debacle. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. That, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. 
My other favorite memory is just the very first time we recorded a uh, very first episode. We recorded Jolly Holiday. You know, wasn't really sure what to expect, but I, I absolutely loved it. We were talking about Disneyland's anniversary. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy Disneyland conversations as it is, but I feel like there's just something uniquely magical, I, I guess, you know, to, to use a Disney term about just having these conversations in the park, you know, and then getting to record them and, and share them and everything. It's just, uh, yeah, it was just fun and special and exciting. I mean, I, you know, I, I love it when we're able to get together in the park and have a conversation. Those are my favorite moments. I agree. And, and it's what, I don't know what's, maybe it's a little cheesy, but those moments we were in the present at Disneyland, and now they are a part of our past, our their memories, and cute emotional moment. Um, <laughs> it's just weird to think that this year has flown by so quickly, but it's definitely been filled with a uh, with a lot of fun memories. So I'm grateful for that. A lot of fun memories, a lot of laughter. But definitely grateful for that for sure. All right. Well, before we close things out, just wanted to briefly announce that Project 55 is going to go on a short hiatus here for the first couple months of 2024. Mainly we want to take the time to revamp the show, come back stronger and better than ever. Well, you know, I think I think we we jumped into we jumped into the podcast, you know, timing-wise we wanted we wanted to start this a long time ago. Uh, yeah, I mean, we we start kicking this around in what, like 2018, I think, something like that. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we jumped in head first, which you know, high five to you and me for, <laughs> um, you know, jumping in and trying new things. Right. But I think you know, it's been a, a learning process along the way, and yeah, we just want to take take a little break to be able to reflect back on this last year and look ahead to see how we can make project 55 even better. Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's been a learning experience and we've learned along the way. And, and I think with what we've learned, we want to take that and make the show even better and greater and grander and find new and exciting ways to get you involved as well. The future is definitely bright for project 55. So, uh, you know, I, I think this is going to be a much needed much needed break so we can uh, come back fresh and renewed and yeah just give you uh, something exciting but now it's time for us to say goodbye for the final time in 2023 if you've enjoyed your time with amy and i the best way to ensure your experiences continue is to subscribe and follow the show you can find out how to do that at helloproject55.com and even though we're taking a little bit of a break, we would still love to connect with you on our Instagram. You can find us at Hello Project 55 on Instagram and uh, definitely still want to stay connected with you and see your Disneyland adventures. So don't forget to tag us there as well. That's right. And we will return in 2024 with new and exciting Disneyland experiences. Until then, take care and we'll see you real soon. Bye friends. Happy New Year. Happy New Year.